Hello and welcome. We are here for Ashley's Heart Song. I am so happy that you found the show today and that you are with us, whether you are live or watching the replay. So happy that you're here. Ashley's Heart Song is about stepping in and tapping in to the song of your heart. This is the place where we can release the stress and get back into our body, our life, and our businesses. When you tap in to the song of your heart, you master your mind and you live free of the stress, of the struggle, of the obstacles. This is the Three Brains approach to the health and vitality and increased energy of your body, your soul, and your spirit. Welcome y'all. Let's start today with our vitality score. This is the way we start every Ashley's Heart Song because when we are in tune, in touch with our body, our soul, our spirit, that is when we can make the changes necessary that we need to make and live free once again. So vitality score, get your pen and paper ready. We're going to go through the mental health of you right now, today. Mentally, where are you on the vitality scale of one to 10? One is you got some stinking thinking going on. Five is, oh, you're probably in the middle of the road. And 10 is oh, you're knocking it out of the park with clarity, insight, beautiful. All right, so put your number down on a piece of paper. Now, emotionally, emotionally, where are you today? Are you balanced in your moods? Do you, um, well, let's start with one. One being you're in the muck puddle of the mood, right? You just, moody is where you are. Five is middle of the road and 10 is ah, moods are balanced and you are feeling great. You are feeling joyful and happy and thrilled to be alive and in your life right now. All right, write down your number. We're moving into the physical health of you today. Physically, where are you on a scale of one to 10? One being you are fatigued, you're tired, you just don't have any oomph to you at all today. Five is, oh, you know, you're doing all right. <laughs> and 10 is where you have lots of energy, not the overabundance of energy where you're like on a caffeine high. It's not that. It's, ah, oh, you feel well. You feel vital. You feel like you have more than enough energy to get you through until it's time for bed. That is a 10. Write down your number. And then your spiritual health today. Spiritually, where are you? Are you in alignment? Are you connected? Where are you spiritually? One is you are disconnected, out of alignment. 10, totally in alignment. You're receiving inspiration. That's a 10. The high score that you can have when you total all four of those together is a 40. And if you are below a 25, below a 30, then there's some work to do. There's some work to do. And there's always work to do, y'all. We're human beings. <laughs> we are. There's no getting around that. But where are you today on that? Um, and if you are 30 and higher, that means you are staying the course and you're doing your work every day. That's great. Bravo. Keep it up. Never, never, never stop. Never quit. And that vitality score is not a place to judge 
or a place to criticize how you're doing or, oh goodness, I'm flunking again. It's not about that. It truly is about just being in touch and listening to where the work needs to take place. So if your mental score is low, then that means that maybe this week you can pay attention to the thoughts and working with the thoughts, turning them around. And I'm going to be giving you a process today that will help with that. So tune into that. It'll be later on in the show. And if um, your emotions are scoring low, then that just means that something needs to be addressed that's creating the moodiness. What could that be? Sometimes a high sugar diet can cause the moodiness. Dehydration can cause moodiness and the fatigue. If you're feeling physically fatigued today, then you could be dehydrated. There are nutritional reasons why our score could be low. There are um, state of operation reasons why our score is low. There are where you're at in your life could be directing the scores to be low. It could be lack of exercise, can contribute to low scores. Lack of sleep can contribute to low scores. So when you're looking at this scorecard that you just had for yourself, it's time to go through the mind-body nutrition techniques that um, you learn inside this um, show, Ashley's Heart Song. I speak to them all the time in the show. Um, because when we abide by the mind-body nutrition techniques and tips, then you are healthy body, soul, and spirit. They tend to that. They nourish those three parts of you. So stay tuned to Ashley's Heart Song as we come into more episodes that will reveal more and more about these mind-body nutrition techniques that not only impact you in the realm of your weight or how you feel about your body, but they also impact your health and vitality of the physical body, health and vitality of your mental body, emotional body, and spiritual body. It, it, they feed and fuel all parts of you. All right. So hang in there. There's more to come. And this is a journey. We can't take a huge bite all at once. We are humans and we need little bitty steps in order to make massive changes for long-term. So today our topic is the sacred metabolizer truth. I love this journey into the sacred metabolizers that we've been doing where we are just kind of honing in on each individual one and telling a story around it and finding out how you can tap into that sacred metabolizer to level up your biology. And what I mean by that is when we level up our biology, our frequency, our hum, our rhythm is a little bit higher, meaning that we mobilize fat for energy, right? So when we are in truth, courage, commitment, compassion, faith, and forgiveness, surrender, and we're inside all of that gratitude, joy, when we are living inside of those and being those, those are our states of operation, then our frequency is a little higher, which means that our cells are, oh, they're humming at a higher vibration 
and we mobilize fat for energy. Our body is healthier, more vibrant when we are in those states of operation versus when we're just in an operation of um, discouragement or procrastination. That is very low frequency, low hum, and our cells are not singing and dancing. They are more like, oh my gosh, give me an energy boost, right? So we are stepping into truth today and showing how you can utilize truth in your daily life in order to elevate your biology. So I have a couple of quotes I'd like to start with to get our discussion going. And the first one is by Lao Tzu. And this is an ancient Chinese philosopher and writer. And he says, the truth is not always beautiful, nor beautiful words, the truth. So, which means truth can be tough. Truth can be difficult to hear. Truth can be difficult to speak. But when we are standing in truth, that is when we are in alignment. That's when our resonance is higher. That is when um, we live a more joyful life when we are in that truth. So it's not always easy. Um, the founder of Buddhism, Buddha himself, says three things cannot be long hidden, the sun, the moon, and the truth. The truth is always going to be revealed, whether it is your truth that you stand in, that you are, that makes up you, or whether it is the truth of something happening, the truth of something being said, the truth will always be revealed. There is a signal when someone is either um, not using their voice, standing in their truth, and my truth was hidden for a long time. I was um, living in fear. I was afraid a lot, a lot afraid. And I didn't have my voice. And I was insecure and low confidence um, throughout this time that I was not speaking my truth. And when I wasn't speaking my truth, things that I noticed about myself was I was, I was bristly is what I, I feel like it was. I was edgy, um, is another way of putting it. Um, and maybe that's something you've noticed about yourself when you're not standing in your truth and speaking for your truth, that maybe you are a little edgy, maybe a little, um, moody possibly. So maybe some of your moodiness is that you're not standing in your truth. But then when I began, when I began healing uh, from the fear, from the anxiety, I began healing from that. I began stepping out into my truth more and doing um, in action and in words, speaking more up for myself. And when I did that, I noticed that my relationships were better. My business began expanding. Um, and that was really fun to witness that, wow, when I speak my truth, even though it's really difficult for me to speak that truth, to stand up for myself and my truth was very difficult at that time as I was healing and growing and expanding. 
that, wow, that was cool to see that my business was growing, my relationship was better. Very, very fascinating. And it's also fascinating, and this is something I want to bring your attention to, is that when you begin standing in your truth and speaking for yourself and speaking your truth, that not everyone around you is comfortable with it because they're used to you not doing it and being a little hidden. So some parts of you beginning to speak in your truth may be difficult for others that are around you, which in turn makes it difficult for you. And I'm going to be giving you some ways in just a little bit around um, how, how you know you're standing in your truth. And so we'll get to that in a minute, but let's just understand what the truth is. Um, we have a personal truth that is within us. And your personal truth is deeply individual to you. Um, it is shaped by your experiences. It is shaped by your beliefs, the emotions you have on a day in and day out basis, based on the words that you've spoken or the words that you've heard. So your personal truth is shaped by all of those things on an ongoing basis. Your personal truth is your inner compass and it guides you through your life, in your relationships, um, it reflects your values and it um, of course reflects your beliefs. Our personal truth is not about facts and it's not about um, a person's authenticity or um, resonance. The, the personal truth is about you specifically based on your perception of your life, so to speak. But then we look at an objective truth. That's when you get into the fact base. It's more the universal truth. Um, it's independent of any one person's feelings or experiences or perspectives. So it's fact-based. Um, objective truths are um, typically um, realized by a scientific method or it's agreed upon by a consensus by a group of people. That would be an objective truth. And one's perception of even the objective truth always plays a role because that's the lens in which you're viewing the world. And it is colored by your past and your current and your future experiences, your fears as well, your hopes. So your perception plays a role in both of these, how they're understood, how they're experienced. So know that a, your perception can also distort a truth and, or it could clarify a truth. So think right now of truths that you could be holding on to that are no longer serving you. What truths do you have right now that no longer serve you, that you have found are holding you back? It feels almost like um, a shackle is around you and you can't break free. 
What does that look like and feel like to you? And how do you think you could let go of it? What could you do to let go of that truth that you've been holding on to that's not serving you? So we have truths that aren't serving us. One's like um, there's um, beliefs. So our truths can be inside beliefs that we have. So it could be around some personal beliefs that you have. The truth that needs to be released it could be these personal beliefs of <clears throat> I'm not good enough. I'm unworthy. Um, I'm never going to get ahead. There are truths, true. there are beliefs that we have that we see as personal truths that really don't belong to us. And they have been around for decades. You were probably born with them. You brought them in from, uh, it's inside your genetic code to have this certain belief about yourself, but it's not true. But you believe that it's truth. Those are the ones that we can let go of. Those are the ones we can release. Because when we live inside of a lie, we don't shine a light. When we live inside the lie, it holds us back from being all that we are intended to be. So it's time to release and set yourself free from what you believed is truth before, but it's really time to release it because it's not, it really isn't true. You just believed it to be true, but it wasn't. So let's identify some common patterns and obstacles that prevent people from recognizing or standing in their truth. So maybe when I list these out, you will recognize something that you've been holding on to that you can release. Fear, pardon me, fear of judgment. Whew, worrying about what others think can lead you to suppress your truth. Fearing the judgment of others, you don't speak out. You sit on it. You sit on your thought. You sit on the belief. And you don't. So fear of judgment is huge. Self-doubt is number two. Self-doubt is a lack of confidence in yourself to perform, to do a job well. And that challenges that truth that you are worthy, you are capable. Number three is conformity. Mm, the pressure to fit in. That will have someone sitting on your sitting on their truth. So when we look at high school years, when you're in high school and there's this social pressure, that conformity that you want to fit into a group or you want to participate in something so you conform so that you will fit in and be able to participate. That right there is sitting on your truth. A past trauma. Number four is a past trauma is a pattern or obstacle that um, will hold you back from your truth. What about overwhelm? 
when you are in overwhelm, when you are caught up in the hustle and bustle of life, caught up inside that busy, that will keep you from standing in your truth and speaking your truth. When you're in overwhelm, you're so up in your head that you can't tap into your heart. You don't hear your heart speak. The heart brain is this intelligence within you that is your authenticity. It's your highest version of you lands right there. And you can't hear it because you're all up in your head over the overwhelm and the busy. Release the overwhelm. Get into some introspection, some self-awareness to break free from the overwhelm. The sixth one is denial. Another pattern or obstacle that people have is denial. It's easier to ignore something, to deny the truth or to deny fact. So much easier to ignore it. Wow. That's huge. That just kind of had me uh, reflecting on my own life right then. Hmm, where have I been in denial? Where have I been denying? It sounded so familiar when I was speaking about it that, oh, I know I've experienced that where I've been in denial over something so that I wouldn't have to express. Woo. That's that avoidance, isn't it? <clears throat> Avoiding. Number seven is limited self-expression. This is interesting. A lack of vocabulary or opportunity to express oneself can stifle, <clears throat> pardon me, can stifle recognition and personal truth. Limited self-expression. Hmm. Don't stifle your voice. Stand in your truth and speak it out loud. So what are ways in which we can do this? Here, we're at the fun part. These are your tools, y'all. So what can we do to get past these obstacles and these patterns? So one thing that I love a lot is a truth process. And Byron Katie is famous for her truth process. And it is helpful in the moment, you can use a truth process to discover what really is the right fit for you in that moment. It's a beautiful process. I'm just going to go through it real quickly so that you can um, see it. Um, this truth process, um, the one that I'm going to be using right now, is in my book, um, Join Me in the End Zone. It's also been retitled as End the Diet Drama. So you can look up either one of those titles and get the same book. Um, but it goes something like this. Um, if you are in, let's say you hear something and it kind of, you know, takes you back. You can go through this truth process to see if it is something you want to let in or not. <clears throat> is it going to be truth for you or do you need to send it away? So you ask, is this true? Is it really true? You always got to ask it like that because you could say, yeah, it's true. But you got to say, is it really true? You got to kind of ask yourself the question twice. No, it's not true. 
How do I feel if I believe it's true? If I believe that statement the person just said to me, if I believe that to be true, how does that make me feel? And let's say it was a statement like, um, oh my gosh, you so messed up on your show the other day. You were coughing and your throat was tickling. You could barely hear you, right? What if somebody said that to me? And you, you it wasn't powerful at all, right? We're just going to use that. And I would go, <clears throat> wow, do I want to take that on? Is that true for me that it wasn't, that I couldn't get my point across and I didn't get my message out? Is that true for me? Well, no. But if I was to believe that person, here's the second question. If I was to believe that person and what they just said to me, how does it make me feel on the inside? Oh gosh, my tummy tightens up. I feel my shoulders roll forward. My chest feels like it's tight. My mind went blank. Hmm. Okay. Does that feel very good? No, doesn't feel good at all. All right. So if that person had never said that to me, if that never entered my mind to even consider that, how would I feel in this moment? Hmm. I feel light, free. Yeah, I'd feel good. My tummy would be relaxed. Chest disease, shoulders are still back. Yeah, I feel good. All right, so where's truth for me? Truth has me feeling good, right? What a person judged about me is really none of my business, but also I can either let it impact me and become part of my truth and how I feel about myself, or I can just go mm -mm, talk to the hand, right? And send it away. Because that's where my body is in homeostasis is when I send it away and, and, and be as though those words were never said to me. That's powerful. And you can do that in like seven seconds because when something comes in, we have seven seconds to decide if we're gonna believe it and bring it in and let it take root in our brain and create a neuropathway or if it doesn't resonate and we want to we want to send it packing we have 7 seconds to do that so that process that i just went through i did it long so because i was explaining it but i can do it in less than 7 seconds i can do it really really fast and send it away so that it doesn't take root in my brain or inside my body we have a choice in any given moment The other thing we can do, tool number two, is you can create a truth statement for yourself. A truth statement for yourself is a statement that you can say about you every day. Now, to me, a truth statement is um, the whole of you, and it's similar to your heart song, but it's a little bit different because it's more geared around the belief you have in yourself and your truth statement is designed around um, what brings energy to your body, to you, what elevates your self-confidence, your belief in you. You can do this through um, affirmations that you've read that really speak to you you can reformulate those affirmations into a truth statement about yourself. 
You know, a true statement can be something like, I stand in confidence in who I am and what I bring to each and every day. The words I speak have meaning, they have power, and they resonate truth. That would be a truth statement about yourself. So if your um, self-confidence was a little low, um, it been beat up a lot lately by something, an experience that happened or whatever is happening in your life, then you could say something like that. That is a truth statement for you. Okay. Those are really fun to formulate. And you can have several truth statements. You don't have to have just one. So I mentioned a second ago when I was talking about the truths, um, asking, going through the truth process about the gut. So one way that you can know if or how to distinguish between a fear-based decision and if it's in alignment with your truth, right? Because when we are going to make a decision and it's going to be a tough one, how do you know if it is one that you should not make or one that you that if you make, it's going to benefit you greatly. How do you know the difference? One way is by your own internal uh, compass. And that is your gut brain. Your gut brain is your GPS system, so to speak. Our gut brain works off of instinct, right? And instinct in the moment. And when you are going to make a decision about something, a big decision, if your gut twists and tightens, most likely that is not the decision for you. The decision that you made, maybe you were choos choosing to say yes. Okay, if I say yes to this, what, what's, what, is, what happens? If your gut twists and turns, then most likely it's not beneficial for you. If you feel it in your tummy like butterflies, um, then that is more anticipatory. That means that, oh my gosh, that could be really, really, really good. So you've got to learn how to distinguish between the butterflies and the gut twist. Relying on your internal GPS system, your gut brain, requires you to become body aware and to understand the communication of the gut brain with your, with your gut um, in everyday experiences. So one way you can do this is by um, when you're about to eat a meal, you can go up to the refrigerator or the pantry, open it up and go, okay, what would be most nourishing for me right now in this moment? Place your hand on an avocado. Would the avocado nourish me right now? And if the if avocado would nourish you, you're probably going to notice a lightness, right? A, a giddiness of, oh yeah, sal uh, saliva is being excreted, right? But if you put your hand, let's say on last night's leftover pizza and you go, okay, would the pizza be most nourishing? You could get a little twist in your gut. And that means no, the pizza is not going to be nourishing for you. 
So play with it with food, play with it um, with drink, play with it when you're spending money. Tune in and see how your gut brain interacts with you so that when you are about to make a big decision like uh, buying a car or coaching with someone or um, going on vacation, spending a ton of money to go on this certain vacation, before you do big things like that, you want to know how to read your GPS system to know what's truth for you in that moment. Super fun to play with your GPS system. All right, so there is a journey to finding our truth. And I asked you just a moment ago to write up a truth statement. Well, how would you know what your truth statement is? And it truly is about getting quiet and going within. So you want to set aside time. Set aside time where you can really just dive in. Dive into the heart brain of you. Dive in and do some introspection and find out what is the truth for me right now? What is it? What is the area of my life where I'm needing to stand in truth and what has been missing and within me in order to be able to do that and then write a truth statement around it? Ask important questions in this time that you set aside for yourself to get introspective. introspective. Ask important probing questions that will help you determine this truth. Acknowledge any emotions that come up. Recognize them. And if you've been following me and you know emotional resolution, then work the emotional resolution tool when you are when emotions come up as you're in this introspective, mindful time, self-aware time. Um, emotional resolution will help you to clear that away so that you can hear your heart brain much clearer. During this time, you'll also want to identify patterns that you've noticed, patterns from the past that have been coming up and blocking you, that have been keeping you from your truth. Identify those and find out, are they reoccurring themes in your life? Usually they are. They will come up over and over and over again. And you may work on them. Those of you who are in coaching with me or have been following me and working with patterns that are holding you hostage, we they're like an onion. And there are these layers to these patterns. And so you could be peeling away layer after layer, and it's just going to keep coming up until it's all cleared out, until you've gotten the nugget of it, completely addressed it, and resolved it. So if a pattern keeps coming up and you're on this journey of self-awareness and getting healthy and more vital in your body, then just know that there's going to be layers to all of these patterns that you have. And you can feel like you're addressing them over and over again. But just know this, you're getting deeper and deeper and cleaner and cleaner the more and more you address it. All right? So stay the course. Never quit. You could seek clarity as well during this time of silence, during this self-aware time. Seek clarity. Seek clarity of what's important to you, your values, your gifts. Seek clarity around them. What is your um, purpose? Why are you here? 
become clear on who you are and make adjustments and make adjustments often. Don't just settle for what comes to you this first time that you sit in introspection. Make adjustments to it. Get cleaner and clearer on it as often as you can. Dive into it. Introspection is a powerful, powerful tool for personal growth and can lead to a more fulfilling and authentic life for you. Wouldn't you love to just be able to rest easy in your life? It's a continual journey, y'all. It's not a one-time event, this introspection. And the more and more time you put into it, it will profoundly impact your ability to stand in your truth for longer periods of time and then for good. Hmm. So one of the things that I love to work um, inside of is how to become it. So you have this truth that you've been in self-awareness around and introspection and asking questions and you formulated this truth about yourself. And the way that you solidify it, the way you become it to where you are, you are that truth, you're speaking it, you're acting it, you're thinking it, all of that is first you have to see it. So when you get that truth statement written down, close your eyes and go into your imagination and see yourself being that truth. See it. See yourself walking through a situation, your life, inside of that truth. Step two, you feel it. So as you're, as you're visualizing yourself walking in that truth, then begin to feel it in your body. What does that feel like to be inside that truth, to be that truth? What does it feel like in my body? Know what it feels like inside of you. So when you're in your imagination, and you're witnessing yourself standing in your truth and standing for yourself, you're going to notice, oh my gosh, my body feels strong. My shoulders are back. My spine is straight. I got a smile on my face, laughter in my voice. Oh my gosh, this feels so good. Know what it feels like. Know what it feels like in your body. That is the most important step to becoming it. And that's when you be it. You be that so you encapsulate it when you're in your imagination. And you become that through the feeling of it. Then when you step outside of your imagination, you declare it out loud. Declare that truth statement out loud. To the rooftop, y'all. Declare it out loud and walk that talk all day. Walk that talk into the next moment, into the next hour, into the next six hours, into the next 24 hours. Walk that. What does walk that talk mean? What does that mean? It means you participate in your life in the way you eat, move, play, and sleep. You participate in your life as that truth. As that truth. You eat as that truth, you move as that truth, you play as that truth, you speak as that truth, all of it. 
you stay inside of that. And that will help you become stronger and more rich in that truth. Mm. Now, how do we keep that? It's practice. Practice, practice, practice every single day standing in the truth of who you are. Every day we practice that. Another thing that you can do is don't take anything personal. That will help you stand in that truth. If you don't take anything personal, your truth is on you all the time. It is when we begin to take things personal that that truth begins to get chinks in it and will fall away. You gotta set boundaries. Set boundaries with maybe certain people, certain situations, set boundaries to honor the truth. The truth that took time to come out of you when you were in introspection, that self-awareness time. Honor that, honor that truth of who you are. We know that when we are in our truth, speaking our truth, that our biology, we are the equivalent of that biologically, which means you are humming at a higher, um, a higher rhythm and you are mobilizing fat, you're holding on to lean tissue, your digestive processes are easy. You digest, assimilate and eliminate with ease and grace. Um, your cells are happy. Um, your uh, bone density is increasing. Yes, bone density increasing. Immune system increases. Digestive power increases. We already went over that. You have clarity. You're enlightened. You're aligned. The health and vitality of your physical body soars when you are standing in your truth. So I invite you to seek out the truth of who you are and stand in that, speak it. See it, feel it, be it, and declare it out loud and walk in it every single day. Thank you so much for joining me for today's show, Ashley's Heart Song. We are on the Win Win Women TV network and it is seen on Roku, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV as well. And I look forward to seeing you here every Monday, 3 p.m. Central Time. You can also catch the replays on Win Win Women TV. You can, that platform, you can also watch the replays on my YouTube channel, Ashley's Heart Song. Just put that in the search box and you'll come up with all the episodes for Ashley's Heart Song there as well. Please feel free to leave comments and um, I love to hear from you. And I am so grateful for those who came on to the live show today. Much love and a big old hug, y'all. I look forward to seeing y'all next week on Monday at 3 p.m. Central Time. See you then. Mm -hmm.